What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. How's it going? Go around the table with us again, Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. How are you? Good. Doing good. Episode 102 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by nobody, because Prediction Strike owes us money for last month. So this episode is not brought to you by a single person. If you know someone that may be interested in advertising, reach out to us, and we'll, uh, we'll talk business. But Prediction Strike... I'm expecting an email back because uh, I haven't gotten one for uh, the month of December, you know? Yeah. What was I thinking? Oh, yeah. I've been practicing. On what? Um, Like advertising. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, we don't have an ad anymore. <laughs> but it's just, for now, it's just practice. Yes. Um, episode 102, uh, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. I tried to tell them when you know, you know, and I knew, I mean, come on, I'll be lying if I said I wasn't nervous throughout that game. Uh, Bulldogs get it done. Minus three, the biggest bet I've ever placed in my life. Um, I don't advise it, but it was a 20 unit bet for me. So judging by what my unit was throughout the season, um, yeah, 20 units on it. So make or break a year, and it made it. Ended with a, ended with a bang. I like how Stetson Bennett's crying on the sidelines because, uh, I mean, he dan- he for sure should have been crying. But I like how he gets up there on stage and he's like, "We weren't gonna lose because of me." Yeah. What? Yeah, y'all were, motherfucker. Y'all almost lost because of you, because of you. He played so scared. And, and I'd be lying if I said, like, that's what I expected. I thought Stetson Bennett's mobility was going to play a big factor, which it, it helped him uh, extend a few plays. Um, But I thought, kind of like what we saw with Bryce Young in the first matchup, I thought we were going to see flashes of that with Stetson Bennett. I thought the offense was going to do much better than it did. It did not. I mean, Georgia had 13 points going into the fourth quarter. Um, The fumble nearly like when that happened one i thought it was a pass i don't well i thought it was a pass too i thought it was, it was a i thought it was a clear-cut throw i don't know uh, stats and bennett's fumble yes yeah it comes out of his hand though i thought right before he started um uh, when he was bringing the ball back so and it could have i didn't i maybe i didn't look super close at the so replay it was like he did even though the ball may have went forward or in that possession of the ball he it was like he lost possession before that motion started i thought yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen them call. It looked very similar to a lot of other plays that they've called a pass on the field before. But and then the the yeah Alabama players not even trying to recover it, but manages to get his foot in by a millimeter. I was like, you got to be shitting me! I was like, that's the turn of events right there. That's the turn of events. Um, but luckily it didn't uh, put the nail in the coffin for the Bulldogs. And he was good enough when he needed to be. After that play, I don't think he had an incomplete pass. We got the free play on the deep ball. That was, I said, air that bitch out, dude. I was screaming at the TV. I said, if you don't throw this shit to the end zone, I'm going to lose my mind. And he threw a gorgeous ball. I mean, good Lord. Um, great catch by five. So huge momentum shifter there on a free play. And then Bryce Young... He made some questionable throws in this one, which is what I felt like Georgia's defense would. Defensively, Georgia did exactly what I thought that they were going to be able to do. Bow their neck in the red zone, um, force them to field goals. I didn't think it was going to necessarily be, what was it, five um, field goals, something like that. Um, I Or four, three, whatever. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Um but Bryce Young made some questionable throws. He he had he had one against Cincinnati where it was like, what the fuck was that? Then he had the first interception was just a terrible ball to Georgia. I don't know where he was going unless it was a miscommunication with the route. 
it wasn't a good throw. Yeah. And then even the, the last interception, the pick six, I don't know where you're going with that. Yeah, he kind of just threw it up. It was an easy, yeah. easy-ass interception for, for the corner, for number five. Yeah. For uh, Keeley. So he took it. Took it the distance. Kirby was telling him to go down. I was telling him to go down. He said, see you later. Fucking house call. Um, yeah, no. I Defensively, this is how I thought it was going to go. I had a really, really good feeling about this game. I was the only one on Georgia in the SEC championship. Um, obviously, the loss of Mechie is what pushed me in that direction. And then when you lose Williams, um, when Jamison Williams went down, one, I saw the replay. You can see it fucking pop yeah. in his knee. I said, he's done. Done. Um, there, I said, there's no excuse. If they don't win this game, like, going away at this point, it's going to be a stain on Kirby Smart's career. It's going to be unexcusable for a team that's already injured to lose their top two targets by far. I mean, they probably have 85% of their um, target share on the year, probably more. For a team to lose both of them if you still can't get it done with the best defense, arguably, of all time, like they want to say. So, but they did what they needed to do. Uh, Nakobe Dean is a fucking stud. I love Nakobe Dean. Yeah. He is so good. And his Alabama hat. That was awesome. No, I, I, people were, like, trying to make fun of him. And I was like, that's kind of fucking badass. Like, I would hold on. I, he needs yeah. to sign that fucking hat. Like, that's going to be worth some money. So, uh, somebody fucked up. Somebody get somebody gave him started passing hand. out the Alabama merch. Um, they probably had twice as much Bama merch for than than uh, Georgia. They're like Bama's getting points. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I felt like, I mean, clearly, I felt very good about it. I felt this was it went relatively how I saw it was going to go, almost to the T in terms of the score. Josh was texting me. I texted Josh after the game because he texted me and he was like, I wish I could have came on the podcast. He's like, I would have gave you some good reasons on why Bama's going to win. I said, oh, yeah. Um, He didn't really give me anything too crazy, but I I don't remember specifically. I think it was like Bryce Young or Stetson Bennett's not going to play well is what he said. And I, I said I disagree, which in his defense, Stetson Bennett did not play well. Stetson Bennett looked like the lights were too bright. He's literally fumbling the fucking football when nobody's touching him. When that happened, I said, oh, my God, we're fucked. Like, I said, this dude can't even hold on to the ball. Um, but I told Josh, I said, it's going to be 24 to 17, and then Georgia's defense is going to make a huge play to seal it. So I think it was 28. No, no, 27 to 18, something like that. Um, or no, 26. 26, 18. They get to the pick six, 33, 18. Yeah. So I said final score is going to be 31, 17. Nearly hit it on the nose, uh, but we cash in on the Bulldogs minus three. I was nervous as shit, and then miraculously, it, it was looking like it was under, under, under the whole way, and then it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It might hit the over. Yeah, when he was running, well, I knew um, well, the pick six goes Alabama in. was going. So what was the score? It, it Final score was 33 to 18, 51 was the total. Okay, so, so Bama was trying to score minus seven twenty six. Bama blocked field goal was huge. Yeah, that was that was a big momentum shifter. Bama uh, okay was trying to score on that last drive though. So if they score there, that's what I was like. Please let me get a double winner. At the end of the day, I, I don't give a fuck if it would have hit over because I had uh, an More entire yeah a, a, a ton, a ton on the point spread. Um, but yeah, Georgia didn't go to Brock Bowers. Nearly like I thought they would. Obviously, he had the touchdown. Dude, when he turns on the Jets, it's fucking see you later. That yeah. linebacker had an angle on him, and he just said, see you. Oh, yeah, he's fast. I don't know. They didn't really go to him. Pickens is obviously, I guess, on a snap count. If Stetson Bennett throws, honestly, it shouldn't have been as close as it was, like as crazy as that sounds. If Stetson Bennett throws a better ball to George Pickens, gone. We cash in on an 850 fucking first touchdown. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the deep ball, I mean, he that was a terrible throw, a terrible fucking throw. He had him beat. Yeah, and then if you don't get the fumble, that gives that turns around and gives them points right there. This game's not anywhere near as close as it looks on the scoreboard. So yeah, or if um, Todd Monken's not a total idiot, mm-hmm. run the like, football. I was dude. at their coming out for the second half. George getting the ball. I'm like, all right, I see how it's going. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna take. They're gonna pull away early in the yeah. second half, and it like 
they would fucking run it, get down the field a little bit, they and then do something crazy. Bullshit double, double reverse. reverse. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are we doing? In the national oh championship, you're going to try to catch Alabama fucking sleeping? They, they, I've never seen somebody more ready for a double reverse in my life. Yeah. And it's like that. there was that one drive, the touchdown drive that put them up before the pick six. They fucking ran it down their throat. Yeah, I texted you. I said, yes. they need to fucking run the ball. Yes. I said, Tom Munkin is uh, like the dumbest son of a bitch yes. ever in, in the biggest games of his life. Yeah. They need to fucking run the ball. They fucking run it 70-yard fucking run by uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother. James. Yeah. Is James Cook? I believe so, yeah. Um, Looks just like him. He does. They could be twins. He does, yeah. Like, and then, yeah, they finished it off by running it in there. But, I mean, what ba- uh, it was Bowers, the touchdown, huh? Yes. That drive, yeah, yeah, and they got uh, hands to the face on Stetson Bennett. But, yeah, no, I mean, I was screaming. I was like, they are fucking tired. You are gashing them for like six, seven yards of carry. Just run it the whole way down the field. Don't throw it once until right. they stop you. Don't put it in Stetson Bennett's hands. Don't. Well, he, you could tell he clearly he clearly was playing not to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, he was playing the game not to lose. Like, Take he some, didn't want it to be his fault. The reason, and that's lost. what he said on the podium. It's not going to be my fault while we lose. Yeah, motherfucker. Well, we need you to help us win. We need you to help us win. Don't pass up open receivers, but it can kind of be a tight window. Don't pass it up because you're scared to throw a pick. You gotta, you gotta be aggressive. George Pickens led the team in receiving yards. He had one catch, fifty-two yards. That's crazy. I it thought, is. I thought that they were going to have more success through the air. So, and they didn't. He, yeah, he was. He tried his best. To just not fuck up. Well, in a lot of instances, Alabama was playing two safeties high. So it's like, that's why I was like, fucking run it, run it, run it. Or take the underneath shit. That's where you can find Bowers. You run it and then you can set up play action. It's like they come out, they tried to set up a a play action pass when the first play of the game got fucking sacked. Um, Yeah, was that where he was all nonchalant as shit? He barely got hit and he fell down yes. and then like but he but he tried to sell the he tried to sell the handoff and was moving all it's like motherfucker yeah that was move. a different play yeah well okay well the, the one I'm talking about it's like he was so slow I but, know which one but he kind of rolls out this way though uh-huh. and same thing though he didn't really get touched that much but I'm like what are you doing you're not Aaron Rodgers fucking if you want to sell the fake sure but be ready to fucking go you got 31 chasing down your fucking neck dude he was I don't know what what was going on with him but uh, you know he feels like the shit right now but it's like dude you the defense had to make up for you like you need to go buy everybody a fucking steak dinner on that defense oh yeah give them the credit because i know then the the overall time of possession doesn't look lopsided but for a lot of that game it was like until late in that game georgia started Milking the clock a little bit. Yeah. But the defense stepped up even though they had their backs against the wall for most of that game. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the the way the stats broke down, Georgia was 4-12 on third down. Bama was 9-20. Uh, Bama had just under – they had 399 yards of offense. Uh, Georgia had 364. Obviously, the two interceptions. Um, yeah, and then the fucking 80-yard pick six or whatever. Yeah. That's yards yeah. that don't go under. Yep, and then the defense – took advantage of one of Bryce Young's interceptions. But the biggest thing, and so, Justin, you said that you felt like it was going to be Brian Robinson having a good day. I felt the opposite. Um, he could not get anything going. I got to give credit to Georgia. They only allowed 30 rushing yards. Yeah. Which, how much, how many did, actually, Robinson no, yeah, like that's seven. not, yeah, yeah, no. That's, Okay. Yeah, and that's college skewed. football that's skewed. sacks go that's skewed. under. Yes, yes, yards. yes, yes. So Brian Robinson still, he had 68 yards, but he only averaged three yards a carry. They gave him the ball 22 times. Um, there was one drive where he started getting it going, and it was like, actually, there was a couple plays where I was like, this dude's playing, it looks like he's playing against fucking Yeah, kids. it was right after the fucking double reverse. Yeah. And then it, Alabama was driving the ball, and I was, I was watching a football game, and I was like, it's fucking if Georgia would be doing this, they'd be doing the fucking same thing right now. Yeah. And I and at that point I was worried because it was looking I had a futures bet on Alabama at seven to one before the national championship. And then also bet Georgia minus uh two and a half. So I'm like, oh fucking Georgia's gonna win by one, mm-hmm. win by two somehow with this fucking bullshit and I'm gonna not win anything. Well, what do you mean? You got the future on Bama to win. 
Yeah, but if Georgia would have oh, won Georgia by win. one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like gotcha. they were up by that one. That would suck. I was yes. like, oh my God, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been terrible. Yeah, no, honestly, so I had it um, spread. I had money line. I had minus two and a half when it dropped. Then I had money line again. I had so, I bet Georgia every way possible and then the under as well. So, but. I did live bet Georgia money line whenever Mechie tore his ACL. You mean um, Williams? Yeah, uh, Jameson Williams, whenever gotcha. he tore it, uh, caught him at plus 108. So put a little bit on that. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a good bet, but what Dude, are you doing going against your team? You. I know, you should have just took Georgia. I told you, it's never too late to change it. And you I know, like, you said, I said you can change with. it. That was that was another opportunity for us to have another consensus game in the biggest game of the year. I know. And you're live betting against Bama. Dude, we're undefeated in the, in the national championships. Yep. Yeah. One and one in Super Bowls. That is true. I won the first one. You won the second Undefeated one. Undefeated in uh, college basketball. I hope. Only one, though. I almost hope Mahomes doesn't get there for the third Super Bowl because then that'll be the third year in a row I might have to take Mahomes. But depends on who they're playing. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've been anytime we have a consensus, um, we are – our record is very good, and we had a chance. We had a chance for a consensus there. Anyth- Joseph came over. And he's like, I'm on Bama. I'm just letting you know. I said, Joseph, I'm betting my life savings on Georgia. <laughs> and you're going to come sit on the couch and, and bet on Bama. And then when, when it was over, I was like, try to tell him. Um, no, it was awesome. I, I loved every minute of it. There's so much, like, there's always that feeling at the end of a season. Because there's so much, like, effort that goes in that, like, people listen and don't see. Like, I'm fucking looking at games all week, crunching stats, numbers, all of that. So when it's over, you sit back and you, like, reminisce, like, like doing the streams was something different that we started. So, like, the, the um, fuck's his name? Kennedy Brooks. I don't know why I even spaced on it. Like, that, that'll go down. Like, that's something I'll never forget. That was awesome. Um, but, yeah, just the, the effort that went into this year – when it's over, it's always so bittersweet. Um, and then I immediately I'm start I'm looking towards next year too. I say the same thing every year. Like Yeah, I love the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Just it, because it's there's like clean slate. So much hope for like, you know, we're LSU fans, so Yes. It's like every year LSU expect to compete in SEC and and hopefully win the national championship. Yep. Past two seasons has been over at week one, basically. Pretty much. Um but yeah, so if you're only listening for college football picks, we appreciate uh, you taking the time out of your day to listen. Uh, we will certainly be back for the next season of college football. Um, but if you're just a degenerate and you're looking to bet on anything you can, we'll still be doing the podcast. Uh, we'll still got NFL games, NFL playoffs, obviously the Super Bowl. And then my favorite time of the year, March Madness, is right around the corner. So we're not going anywhere. Uh, but we will recap real quick. Obviously, like I said, I hit on Georgia minus three in the under 52. Uh, Nick was on Georgia, and then Justin was on Bama in the over. So 2-0 and for me, that brings me to 101, 108, and 4. And that brings me to 12-8 and in my locks of the week. That brings Nick to a leading and a winning record of 83, 70, and 3. And 11-9 and in your locks, right? Yeah, 54.2%. And then... Not my, not my best, my... But... Your final record? Yeah. Uh, if you can go 55%, that's a damn good year. There's a lot of people out there that uh, try to pretend that they're going upwards of 60 70%. You're not. You know it. I know it. Other people might not know it, but I'm here to tell them uh, you're not. So every every seasoned gambler knows if you go 55%, that is a damn good year. Yeah, so, and I'll finish 23-17 and one in the bowls. Uh, that's, 40, that's 41 games. Multiple games we got screwed so, on, too. Um, Fifty-seven and a half percent in the bowl games, and then Justin went eighty-four, ninety, and three. And is that a ten, nine, and one locks? Uh, ten, seven, one. Okay, ten, seven, and one. Yeah, ten. Okay, you don't have to. Yeah, well, should be ten, eight, and one. Ten. That, what did I not? That's what I'm saying, dude. I, I missed one. One of my games got canceled. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, so ten, seven, and one in locks of the week for Justin. So, yeah, honestly, dude, I felt like I'm happy to be where I'm at. My record. Um, obviously, I mean, I have a fucking Iraq on the, on Georgia. So, um, my record is not where I would like it to be, but 
if we were breaking it down by units, I'm up on the year without a doubt, um, especially with a 12 and eight rec- record on my locks, which is a two unit play. But yeah, I felt like the, I had so many games. I never could get the, and I, I could be wrong. There could be instances that you remember that I don't, but I felt like all year the ball was not bouncing my way all year. I, it started with Ohio State overs, missing it by a point, zero points in the fourth quarter. Uh, me and Justin are on opposite sides. Dude's it's hitting off his fucking helmet for uh, what would have been an interception. Is I can't remember the game. Might have been a North Carolina game. It is a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I felt like all year, Tennessee in the bowl game, Ohio State in the bowl game, there was a, a shitload of games that I felt like. Um, like, obviously, you had, you had your Clemson, the, the – Worst beat of all time for some, but best beat of all time for others. Not that your whole year was like that. And that's what I'm saying. There could be games that I'm not thinking of where. I mean, we were lucky with Oklahoma. That's true. Um, yeah. What was the other? But I'm talking about me specifically when y'all weren't on it. Oh, oh. The other game we won was kind of lucky State. too. Michigan State was kind of lucky. Um. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. A lot of this comes down to timing. Yeah. Like you, if you can find your time, like, uh, so basically teams, they'll cover for a couple of weeks and then they won't cover. If like you can find the right timing and rhythm of, of a team, yeah. then you can win money. And it's like, if you look, I was able to do it towards the end a little bit, mm-hmm. but in the NFL, I'm, I'm struggling. I can't find the timing. It's like, if I bet on a team, they'll be up by 14, 17, and then they'll lose. Yep. So. Yeah, I feel like I changed my approach with NFL this year. And I feel like, I feel more confident about NFL games. Um, and I mean, my record isn't Justin's record, but I was doing poor there for, I was doing really well and then really bad. And then now we're sitting at a, a, a good 60, 55 and one. Um, But yeah, we'll get to that in just a second. You've but been yeah. doing really well past that's what I'm saying and I, I, yeah I feel like I mean I'm about to get home team getting points tattooed on my fucking chest so um but yeah so like I said college football is in the books we're gonna be back and better than ever for next football season um thank you to everybody who took time out of their day to listen like Nick said he's around 55 percent Justin's just under 50 I'm just under 50 huge hit in the national championship game. It's been proven. If you listen to this podcast, when we go big, if you go big, you're going to win. We win in the biggest games. We hit on futures bets. Um, Obviously, Joe Burrow for Heisman National Championship with the Tigers. I gave you Joe Burrow plus 4,000. He's eyeing down a potential. uh, He's not going to get it. The MVP? Yeah, he's my MVP. Yeah, fucking Joseph bet him to win the Super Bowl. Did he? 85 to 1 or some shit. He's stupid, but... Did when we really? hung your TV, yeah, he was telling yeah. me about that. Yeah, uh, that's it was not, at least that's not that stupid, though. I know, but I'm saying. I, I mean, I have a futures bet on the Bengals <laughs> just for the fuck of it, but are they going to win? No, probably not, but. I mean, I, you never know. I think they're a year away from, like, mm-hmm. making a deep playoff run, but. No, yeah, I agree. Um, But, yeah, so we'll we'll see how all that goes. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying stupid. I fucking bet the uh, <sighs> Texans at 70-1 to 1 last year. <laughs> Worst team in football. <laughs> you had them to win the division. You had them. Yeah, to, I was like yeah. over nine wins. Watson yeah. MVP. Look, was I wrong? Watson was the only thing they had. Uh, yeah, that that was the good. Now one. everybody's trying to get Watson, and he's a, a serial rapist or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So yeah, we will turn our attention to the NFL. So we will recap uh, real quick. Um. Rams minus four and a half. I fucking hate LA. I hate the Rams. I hate Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's a bitch. He's not that good. He's not good. Um, He's either good or horrible. No in between. That fucking interception, dude. Odell had a step on him. If you don't underthrow that ball by 15 yards, Odell might walk it off. Yeah. Terrible throw. I don't know what he does, what goes through his head. But, I mean, he just, like, has a brain fart or something and just throws these terrible balls. It's like, it's like McVay's got to be on the sideline. Like, all right, kind of like Jordan Davis, the D tackle for Georgia. As I say, you get 12 good snaps. Like they're giving him peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the sideline. And then when it's a run play, they, they fucking wheel him out there with Stafford. It's like, you got 12 good throws and you got a fucking crazy one coming. So script those first 12, 
really well. Let's try to score before that crazy one comes. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but Rams fuck the Saints again uh, after leading 17. Yo, what's up with the fucking... Why can't they get fill their stadium with their own fans? Because they don't have fans. I fucking hear third down and it's... Rams out the ball, it's fucking louder than when... Yeah, Matt Stafford said it was the, tough to hear in this environment. Yeah. You're at home, you motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> it, I could hear it through my fucking TV. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I bet yeah. on the home team. Because they this don't they don't have be- fans. There's too much shit. The weather's too nice. There's too much other shit to do in LA that people don't give a fuck over there. People don't care. And also, they're like freaking out over yeah, COVID. Yeah, because they're so. all fucking dying their hair green and purple and yeah. shit and fucking running around in the streets. I with remember masks when, the, um, when the Rams <laughs> just went to LA yeah. and they were going around interviewing people, like, just being like, oh, how do you feel about the Rams coming to LA? And yeah. they're like, who the fuck are the Rams? Like, no, why yeah. are they here? They don't care out yeah. there. They, they don't give two shits out there. That's why the NFL bent over backwards because they wanted to go move their NFL headquarters out to the brand new stadium. And that's why they fucking handed them a Super Bowl berth with goddamn Jared Goff at quarterback. You robbed the NFL viewing public of a Brady versus Breeze Super Bowl. One where Drew Brees would have fucking stuck his foot down Tom Brady's fucking throat because they won with only scoring one touchdown. So fuck the NFL. And Tom Brady's a bitch for that comment that he made about, uh, about Drew. You saw what LaShawn McCoy said that after the um playoff game where they beat us, he's out there throwing with the kids and all that, talking to Drew and Brittany, and then he went back into the locker room and he was like, sit his ass down. I got his ass. Like, send him home. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up, Tom. What are you fucking forty five years old? You're talking you're talking shit to LaShawn McCoy, who's not even on the team anymore. It's like you didn't even really do that much. You had you had three drives start inside the red zone because of turnovers. And if Jared Cook doesn't fumble, your dumbass is going home. I'm so ready for the Buccaneers to get eliminated. I don't think they win it this year. I don't know if you fucking you're hopping on that wagon. I don't see it. Um, but to the guy on Twitter who I said that I would bookmark your tweet and we'll reconvene in a week or two, just now, as soon as they lose, as soon as three four zeros are on the clock. I'm tweeting at you. I'm coming. Um, I had the Lions plus four was my lock of the week. They played Rodgers and Adams longer than I would have liked, but uh, they ended up sitting them after the first half. I think the Lions even had a three-point lead going into the half, so they ended up winning by a touchdown. Gotta gotta like what they're building over there in Detroit. It's a, it's a spread-covering football team. Raiders plus three. So y'all were both on the opposite side of this. Y'all don't listen to home team getting points. Um... This was horseshit. This game never should have went to overtime. Um, it felt rigged, to be quite honest. It felt like you got to be fucking kidding me. They had a 15-point lead with five minutes left, six minutes left, something like that. They pick up a record number six fourth down conversions. There was defensive holding calls. One was clear defensive holding, but then there was a couple calls. So I was like, where the fuck is that coming from? Uh, it was all these miraculous things. Like they had a they had a less than one percent chance of winning the game. The Chargers did, and then next thing you know, we go to OT. Um, but Raiders get it done uh, in overtime. Thank God. Jags plus fifteen and a half. Uh, we talked about this. I can't remember what you were referring to, Justin, but you were like, "Well, you bet on the Jags." I'm like, "Not to fucking win." I was like, "They can lose by two touchdowns." Well, they won by two touchdowns. So <laughs> embarrassing uh, day for the Colts. You got to be sick to your stomach if you're a Colts fan. You're going home uh, after losing to the team that's picking first. So, and you were over two touchdown favorite. Unbelievable. And then on Saturday, I had two ads. I added Broncos plus 11 and a half. I think they lost by four, maybe five, something like that. Um, and then I had the Eagles plus three and a half. Dumbass bet. The Eagles were a dumbass bet. Um, I tried to tried to outsmart Vegas on that one. I was like, I'm staying one step ahead. No. No. So four and two for me. Wish I wouldn't have added the Eagles, but it is what it is. And then, Nick, you had three plays, Saints, Rams, and Chargers. Uh, you can. Yeah, the Saints are the only ones that covered. They did. Uh, the Rams, yeah. 17 to nothing. Right before halftime, they let 49ers get a field goal, 17 to three. 49ers come all the way back. Sean McVay is no longer undefeated after leading at halftime. 
Um, I know. Oh, dude, that's what I said. That's the only fucking positive is that we don't have to hear this stupid fucking stat about where the halftime lead he's never lost. Whoop the goddamn do. You shouldn't fucking lose if you're leading at halftime. You have the lead. You hold on to the lead. I don't give a fuck. I knew when they were saying that stupid shit that they were going to lose. I live bet the Niners like money line. It's like I ain't fucking I ain't getting double burned. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, and then the Chargers minus three. What happened here? The coach calls the timeout. <laughs> yeah, um, well, one, he went for it on fourth and one on his own 20-yard line. That was electric because the Raiders stuffed it. <laughs> I was like, what is this fucking psychopath doing? They were on their own 20-yard line. The guy's a fucking idiot. Well, I mean, he lives or dies by the, the analytics, the numbers. Yeah, he's an analytical retard. The numbers. If it's fourth <laughs> and one, he said, we're going. Yeah, they and stuffed it. it. Remember like, oh that one God. game? Yeah. We went for it for a fourth down. Y'all lost. Y'all were on the Chargers. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was horse shit. I was on the Chiefs. I don't mind going Winter. for it when you're inside the five-yard line. Yeah, but, dude, they fucking went for it on fourth and five. Fourth and goal at the five. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how fucking hard it is to score in that situation? No, yeah, definitely. I mean, the field's so condensed. Yeah. No, I It's know. like, you... What analytic? What fucking analytics are you looking no, at? See, but I like. I, there was one where they were on the one, one they were on the two, though. Um, well, there was one right before half. I disagreed with. They I had the I ball like, at the one yard line, but I was like, "Dude, this fucking drive, you worked all this way at it." Yeah, you don't want to come up with one nothing, of the benefits momentum. to going for it on fourth down at your own one is that if you don't get it, they're pinned. Got to go ninety nine, and then you're gonna probably have good field position because you're hoping they go three and out like. Most yeah, they got to the go ninety nine, so they're gonna run it and punt it back. So to in you. my eyes, I'm like, you should have kicked the field goal there. This guy is just a total idiot. What? Where did the analytics tell him? So they were gonna run, they were gonna kneel it out, right? They were the Raiders were gonna settle for a tie. I don't is know what they said. I don't saying. I don't know that that was speculation. Um, but I don't, I don't think they were in field goal range. It would have been a long one. They yeah, probably the, would have just tried to kick the field goal still. But yeah. I don't hold on. Let me pull it up because I don't remember the exact sequence. Um, let's just say, let me. yeah. From what I understand, is people are saying that it appeared that the Raiders were. I mean, it was bananas. I was like, "Is this no fucking way?" They were going to really going to end in a. They tie? were going to settle for a tie. Because you got to think, if you're the Raiders, you're lining up for a field goal. There's still risk there. Um, if it gets blocked. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. Return. Second and eleven at the Chargers forty six yard line. Um Josh Jacobs ran for seven yards. So they're now at the thirty nine. Then you got a timeout by um the Chargers with thirty eight seconds left on the clock. So thirty nine, what's that, a fifty six yard field goal? Still within range. Probably I would I don't know why the Raiders wouldn't hurry up though and kick it i know they're super confident in carlson the dude's a stud uh but yeah then after that josh jacobs runs for 10 yards timeout game winning field goal so it turned it into i didn't watch the end i'm not gonna lie me neither what the fuck i watched the entire thing it was absolutely people are saying they were gonna line up in victory they were about to they were gonna line up and kneel it that's what i heard people saying i don't think so though why would you do that because you're in you're still in field goal range you still because there's still a risk i get you can get it blocked yeah i understand that like if you tie you're still in so it's like there's no no point in even i get that um but like you're 100 percent in if you kneel it out if i didn't get the impression from watching it nine percent in I didn't get the impression from watching it that uh, they were going to kneel it. I, I thought that they were still going to attempt the field goal. Um, they need to do away with a tie in the NFL. Absolutely. Why is there a tie? Yeah. You know I how mad I would have been as a Pittsburgh fan? As well. You know how mad I would have been as a Pittsburgh fan? It's like, I swear. Oh, yeah. And that's why I texted y'all. I texted y'all well before it went to overtime. I said they are dying for this game to go to overtime. They're doing everything in their pa- yeah. in their power to make this game go to overtime. They wanted that narrative of the tie. I'm fully convinced because I was like, "How the fuck are we here right now?" That it was such bullshit. That shit was aggravating me so bad because it just looked like that was what they wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but needless to say, uh, the Raiders. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That that's one of those So I think it was after the um So after the play where they just got into 
Yeah, seven-yard run, so they're at the 39. So it's a far field goal, and then the, when they called the first time out with 38 seconds left. Yeah, I it, think it would have Chargers, been a 56-yard field goal, and then the Chargers called timeout with 38 seconds. The and plan then, for the Raiders there, would, they were going to kneel it. I don't know. There's video footage of two players talking, and Austin Eckler asks the Raiders player, were y'all going to kneel it? And he's like, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Is that after the game? Yeah, like when they meet and talk, like yeah. to shake hands and shit. Yeah, I mean. I don't I, know. There was just a big, like, uproar about this. Because well, well, I don't feel like you should be allowed to fucking play for a tie. They need to do away. I mean, I get it. If it's in the rule book, if there is a possibility of a tie, then, yeah, you, you, you tie and you're in. So you have the capabilities of just sitting on the ball and go to the playoffs. Instead of letting something crazy happen, but but it's like why? Also, why are you calling time time timeouts? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Raiders I think had timeouts, so they could have called timeouts themselves. Um, Why are the Chargers calling timeouts? That's the biggest question. To try to conserve time on the clock, if they do kick the field goal, I don't know. If you, it's overtime. This. Oh right, right, right. You kick the field goal, it's over. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I forget. That's that's what they were asking. The good point. Raiders coach after the game like do you know why the Chargers were calling timeouts yeah and then he said like I think he wanted to like get like kind of like a an agreement like hey let's tie you yeah. know well it, it did we were I was on the headset with somebody talking and um I was like do they have this gentleman's agreement that they are gonna tie <laughs> like and then they do call timeout and so yeah okay I mean I do kind of remember being like did he just say fuck your the gentleman's agreement like, screw the tie. I still, I, I'm still like, I, I don't want to see a tie. Yeah, that, that, no. I, I think that's bullshit. And yeah, then, and like the, um, if it does tie, I win that bet. Y'all in the lose, post, right? yeah, yeah, you would have won still. But in the post game, like interview with Carr, they're saying they're asking him, did the timeout change y'all strategy? And he's like, yeah, it changed our strategy. Yeah, they were gonna, they were content with. Well then, yeah, that's something they got to figure out with their coach. I, I would, I'd I'm, fire if I'm the ass. owner of the Chargers. I would ask for a, que- I would ask a question and and not leave till I got an answer on why you called the timeout. Then, uh, but regardless, I do um, like I'd bring him into the office and then I'd say, "Why the <laughs> fuck do you go for it on fourth down so much?" And then I will punch him in the nose. <laughs> no, yeah, when he went for it on fourth and one on his 20 the risk reward ratio was so skewed oh that's fucking i was this like, is in overtime no oh. this was in like the second quarter okay, third no say, this, this was guy's like a fucking absolute idiot no 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 this was like the third yeah, yeah this was the still, beginning it was the third or fourth quarter um and it's, it's the like, nfl dude you cannot ever do you don't ever do that in the nfl yeah right here um they started the drive at their own nine yard line austin eckler Six-yard run. Second and four at the 15. Herbert passes for three yards. we got a third and one. Austin Eckler, rush for no gain. Fourth and one at the at their own 18-yard line. Loss of two. Stuffed. If you pick it up, you still have to go fucking 80 yards. Yeah. If you, pick, if you don't, you're handing them points. You are guaranteeing them some form of points. I don't get the analytics there. If you're inside the five and you want to get aggressive, I won't knock a coach for being aggressive, but I'm going to knock a coach for being dumb. Like, Yeah, I wonder what, that's his, crazy. what his reasoning was for calling calling the timeouts. I, the I'm equally as interested to know his reasoning for going forward on fourth and one on his own 18-yard line with the games like well within reach. Like It was not a double-digit lead at that point. Um, but anyway, so Justin, you had the same three plays as Nick. Nick was hopping on the Justin wagon. It fucked me. <laughs> one and two for both of y'all, four and two for me. So that brings me to 60, 55, and one. 13 and five in my locks of the week. And then Justin, the only one you hit was your lock. So yeah, I got to give you credit there. But Nick, one and two, uh, brings you to 40, 52, and one. Four, 14, and one in your locks of the week. Justin is sitting at 50 and 23, 14 and four in his locks of the week. So, yeah, like I said, locks are, are a, a two-unit bet for me. So I'm doing fantastic in the NFL. Not as good as Justin, but when I I got two two units on uh on the lock, so it's it's it, I'm sitting pretty in the NFL. So, all right, we turn our attention to 
the NFL playoffs. Let's go on record right now um, and just put our pick out there. Who do you think is winning the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I'm not even. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I know who it is. I've been saying it all year. So, not all year, but for the last, like, two months. Um, I think the pack. I mean, the Packers are the betting favorite. Yes, I think that they're. I think they have the best chance. Me too. Uh, that's what I, I. It's Green Bay. The it, the chart with the Justin, who do they're you getting who there. Do you, do I pick? I don't see a situation where they don't get there. Exactly. It's gonna be cold, dude. You don't want to go up there to fucking Lambeau, in, in the in the frigid winter. Yeah. But who who are you picking? Um. I mean, I like. I still like the Chiefs. Really, uh, I mean, yeah. they're gonna. They seem to be putting it together, really. But uh, yeah, you, you can't really cross out Green Bay either. Well, put, um, put your name on one. Who's your pick? I'll go with Green Bay. Oh my God! There's no parody at all. Jesus! All right, so we're all it's consensus. We're all, Super Bowl on the, pick. all on the Packers. Um. Yeah, no, the Chiefs are definitely clicking. Uh, they went through that stretch where everybody was like, oh, my God, did they forget how to play football? Is Mahomes not good anymore? No, he's still good. They're still good. Uh, Twelve-and-a-half point favorites this week over the Steelers. So, But, all right, we'll start on Saturday. You got the Raiders going on the road to take on the Bengals. Bengals are five-and-a-half point favorites. This one interests me a lot. I want to see which way y'all are leaning. Um, but, yeah, five-and-a-half point favorites for the Bengals at home. Who wants it first? Or, or never mind, or either one of y'all on this game. I took every game. Did you? Okay, I yeah. like it. Um, what about you? Are you on this? Um, yeah. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm debating a spread because it's like uh, I don't know five and a half kind of. Well, what are you, what side are you on then, Justin? I'm on the Bengals. Okay, why is Minus that? five and a half. Um, I mean Raiders just played that tough game. Yep. Uh, Bengals rested their starters. They've been watching, uh, watching all those games, and I think. I mean, they're just good. They're flat out just good. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, um, that is an interesting point. The game was on Sunday night. It was the last game to be played of Week 18. You got to go. Went from the, to overtime. Got to go from the West Coast to not the East Coast, but you're changing time zones. I didn't know who you were really playing because it could have ended in a tie. I'm sure that would have changed things up. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna just I'm a, I'll, I'll say I'm on the Raiders. I feel like it's too many points. Five, yeah, I do too. Five and a half for a Bengals team that has choked in this position consistently in the last few times that they've gotten there. Um, I don't think I don't remember the exact stat, but they haven't won a playoff game in a long time. They went through this stretch when they had um, Andy Dalton was getting them there when they had Vontez Perfect at linebacker that whole era with him and Antonio Brown the Brown the Bengals were getting there and they choked it they had Carson Palmer they had Ocho Cinco they choked it um I think the Bengals can win and will win but five and a half seems like too many this is a 3.4 point victory for the Bengals the Raiders are good the Raiders have a good D-line obviously we know they got Waller they've got good receivers Renfro is confusingly very good uh, a quality back in Josh Jacobs. Derek Carr's just got to not do too much, but yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm taking the Raiders plus five and a half. It feels like too many points. This is a this is a it's a brand new spot. And Joe Burrow's cold fucking blooded. We know it. It's not the moment's not going to be too big. Uh, the dude's got ice in his veins, so it's a little different. You can't spell. It's the same old bangle. It's not the same old bangles. Um, but I still think, kind of like you were, like you said, that they're a year away from their deep playoff run. I'm not saying they're going to lose, but five and a half feels like too many points. That is yeah, a lot of it points. does. And if I look at like, like all the teams, this is like this, all the favorites are at home. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd put the Bengals on the biggest upset alert. Yeah, I agree. But again, I'm pulling but it's for like the I Bengals. would def Yeah, I'm pulling for him too. That's why I'm hesitant to take Raiders. But just because I'm pulling for him though doesn't mean I'm betting on him. Um if this is a three, three and a half, I'd probably I'd possibly lay the Bengals. I gotta see him do it. I gotta see him do it once before I hop on a five and a half point spread in the playoffs. 
because now shit gets a lot more intense. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Ju- I'm gonna go with the um over here, the over forty nine. I do. Yeah, I was kind of. Well, what's the weather looking like? Why is it only forty nine? Um, it's supposed to be good weather. It's gonna be cold. Twenty seven degrees. That's fairly high for NFL. I guess. I'm gonna take the over as well. When you have an offense though, with like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah, honestly, I think the Raiders probably do a good job stopping Chase Higgins. They're gonna have to get Tyler Boyd involved, run the ball well. Uzama, whatever at, his name is. Yeah, Uzama. You're looking at 27 degrees. Looks like no no uh, weather other than that in the forecast. Um, okay, so Justin's on the Bengals. I'm on the Raiders. Nick is on the over. Um, 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 um. I wouldn't mind taking that over too, but I'm not going to. All right, Patriots and Bills. Another Saturday game, the night game. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Right off the bat, I'm taking Buffalo minus four at home. I think we saw – so Patriots got the first matchup. Bills got the second matchup. This is going to be a fucking freezing cold game. I would love for there to be snow just because I love snow football uh, in the playoffs. Three degrees. There's um, not supposed to be any snow. No, I know. I'm just saying I would like for there to be. Um, you're also – well, what day is it? What is it, Wednesday. You're a big component of uh, or proponent of they don't know the weather until that day. I sat right here and I said there's not supposed to be weather. And you're like, they don't know. That was a couple, that was like two months ago. And was there weather? No. I think there was actually. No, you, do you remember the game? Yeah, I do remember because I said like, I said something <laughs> towards like the I- weatherman is wrong more than he's right. Yes. And I said that they still can forecast a week out. And then, so and I was like, so now you're flipping accurately. Yeah. Well, now you're saying there's not supposed to be weather. And now I'm saying it could be in the cards. We don't know. They don't know. We don't know. Only God knows. There is supposed to be snow on Monday. Maybe. I, I checked the weather here in Buffalo. Maybe it gets there a little early. Yeah. There might be snow er- earlier on Thursday. <laughs> Why th- Friday, maybe. But not Saturday. I think maybe Thursday there's snow and, sun- and Monday there's snow. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, you're not. Okay, you're not kidding. I checked the weather. Earlier. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, regardless, snow or no snow. Honestly, I'd rather there be no snow um, for the sake of the bet. But, yeah, I'm on the Bills. What, which side are y'all on? Justin? I got two plays for this game. One of them's Malak. Okay. First one, Patriots and Bills under. I'm taking the under this game. Okay. So, hopefully, there is snow. And What's then the number? 44. 44. And then I'm taking the Patriots plus four. Okay. That's my lock. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't I mean, granted, your record's the best one this year. Uh Mac Jones, I feel like, has kind of been on a downward turn. And now you're catching a Bills team that's still gonna feel disrespected in the playoffs, a Bills team that hasn't lived up to their own and the media's expectations this year. This is a good opportunity uh to really get after Mac Jones. I mean the Patriots Last four games, they're one and three. Uh, lost to Indy, lost to Miami, lost to Buffalo, and then they beat up on a terrible Jacksonville team. Um, I don't know if Mac Jones is good enough to get the job done yet. So much like in the previous matchup with the Bills, the Bills need to um, don't allow don't allow the Patriots to to run the ball on you. Stop the running backs. Make Mac Jones beat you. I mean, the Saints damn near gave you the recipe to success. Stop the run, then you can pin your ears back, get get after him on, on obvious passing down situations. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think the Bills are still going to feel disrespected from that, that first matchup. But, Nick, which side are you on? Um, Yeah, it's this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with New England. I just – I think the Bills – I think this game's going to be settled by a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this will be a good game. The 44, the the total, that's a tough one because, I don't know, it could be a little bit of trap deceiving. It's like, uh, just because it's cold, you think it might go under. It's like... Yeah, I mean, if the weather's not bad, just because I mean, 44 cold, is not very high. Just, it's, not, it's a medium to low total. Just because it's cold... Um, doesn't mean they still can't move the ball. Yeah, if, if it's not real. I mean, I think wind, the, page, the Patriots were able to run it 
in the second game a, a decent amount. It was Mac Jones. They had like 140 rushing yards. Yeah, wasn't team. able to do that as well as they needed them to do to win. And then, um, but really, I in that second game, I felt like the Bills could have won by more than that. What was the final score of that second? Thirty-three game? to twenty-one. Mac Jones was fourteen of thirty-two, one hundred and forty-five yards and two interceptions. Okay, so it was closer than that, I think. But the Bills must have scored late or something. Yeah, they did. Because um, I bet we we were both bad on that game. We yeah. watched it together. So the, the the entirety of the rushing attack came from Damian Harris. Um, he had over a hundred yards, but he had three touchdowns as well. I know they got down there. Um, pretty close to the goal line. I think he had two two runs inside the ten yard line for touchdowns. Um, yeah, but that game is. I, I think it's going to be very similar to that in terms of. I don't. I just don't think Mac Jones can get it done for you yet. I've been singing his praises all year on this podcast that I think that he is going to be the best quarterback from that draft class. He's in a spot. He's in the best spot to succeed right away, which is what we're seeing. Ten and seven, they're in the playoffs. But I mean, y'all really think Mac Jones is going to go get it done for you in the playoffs against the Bills in his first year? Um, I mean, it really hasn't been him this whole year, though. It's like, but I feel like in the playoffs, you have to get good quarterback play. Yeah, but also defense is is big in the playoffs. So no, yeah, defense is huge, but the Bills have a good defense too, and then. When you got a guy like Josh Allen who hasn't had a spectacular year, I'm not super big on Josh Allen. Um, I mean, I say he hasn't had a spectacular year. He's got 36 touchdowns and 4,400 yards, but turns the ball over a little more than I would like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm on the Bills. I, I think it's just – I don't think the Patriots are going to make a run this year. I don't see it. All right, let's see. Um, how many more are you on? Justin said he's on I'm every. I'm on all of them. Are you? Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess I'll pick all of them. Um, all right. This one's tough, in my opinion, at first glance, but I'll I'll see what y'all say. Eagles and Bucks. Buccaneers are eight and a half point favorites. It's the first game on Sunday, uh, 12 p.m. Uh, which side are y'all leaning? Who wants it? I'll go first. Uh, I'm on the Bucks minus eight and a half. Okay. Um, I think I don't think this game is gonna be. Too close at all, really. Hmm. I mean, eight and a half is a lot for it's a playoff a lot game. Of fucking points. But uh, I mean, they are at home. Um, Eagles have never really impressed me this year. They, and, they uh, kind of run the ball though. But this is the team that you can't fucking run on. Um. All right, Nick. What side are you on? The Buccaneers. Okay. This is a rematch. Remember from Thursday night. With the uh, oh down fourteen, your score touchdown to analytics for some reason tells you to go for two here. Yeah, and then the Eagles cover because mm-hmm. of that. Oh yeah, was I on? That's the Eagles? another one that I'm gonna need to be explained about. Yeah, you were on the Eagles. <laughs> I think good. he might have. Yeah, been. Well, I think we're all on the. Eagles. I was no, on was the not. Bucks. He's, he's been plus six and a half on the road, up fourteen. The Eagles score. Analytics tells the coach to go for two there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get. Do y'all it. get it? <laughs> I don't get analytics. Well, because they don't make any damn sense. That's why. Me and me and they, Justin saying, get the analytics. This, this is year. what uh, Troy Aikman said. Well, yeah, the analytics. He, he just if a he coach is going shit. for it, an announcer's program to say, oh yeah, the analytics say to go for it yeah. right here. No, he doesn't. He's know like, oh yeah, the thing. analytics say to go go for it right here because if you don't get it on this one. You'll you'll probably get it on the next one. Yeah, and it's like, well, if that was the case, then you would go for two every damn time yeah. if you could hit it more than fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't know a goddamn thing. I guess I'll take the Bucks too. I don't love it though. Eight and a half points in a playoff game. It's a lot of points. Yeah, I just I. It's a lot of points. Is Hurts playing? Is I'm he injured honest. or was he no, out? I just think because? he was a healthy scratch. Okay, I'm well. gonna be honest. I hate. I hate. Eight and a half with the box, to be quite honest. But I'll take it. It kind of reminds you of that Redskins game. But the, the Eagles, I don't know if their defense is going to present the same type of problems that last year. I think it was, the Bucks were favored by eight and a half against the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And the Redskins almost upset them in the in the, in the first round of the playoffs. Yes. Um, Heineke. That was his first career game. Diving for yeah, the pylon. I don't know. So that worries you a little bit because you're like, oh, well, are the Bucks going to kind of be – Overlooking their opponent here for the second year in a row. 
Um, they are getting healthier at the right time, but <clears throat> losing Antonio Brown doesn't help. No, hell no. Don't have Godwin. It's tough. Are they getting Fournette back for this game? I don't think. He's still on injured reserve. Mm. Eight and a half is a fuckload of points. That's what I'm saying. I but stay on it. Y'all are both on it. Um, I'll I'll go on it as well. But this is just know if they don't cover, I'm going to a thousand percent blame it on both of y'all because it's a lot of points. Um, all right, forty niners. Okay, Fournette's gonna play. Is he? I just saw on ESPN they said he was still on IR. Well, he returned to practice. And Giovanni Bernard and Levante David come back. Okay, well, I got bad information because I just saw that Levante David was still on IR. Yeah, Bucks designate Leonard Fournette. Well, that's good. I think it David just came and out. Bernard. Okay, well, like while we started today. the podcast, I think it came out. Okay, well, that's good. Um, all right. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks minus eight and a half. Did you lock? Um, I don't know. Let me know ahead of time. <laughs> okay. I get my pick. Which one's you lock? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Niners at Cowboys. Cowboys are three and three point home favorites. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to take Dallas minus three. I'm on the Cowboys too. I feel like uh, it's that whole everybody's scared of the Niners, bad matchup. You don't want to see the Niners, blah, 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 blah. Jerry Jones will fucking kill everybody in that organization if they lose in the wild card round. So, yeah, give me the Cowboys. Fuck. Take the Niners. Ride with Jimmy G. He sucks. Fuck Jimmy G. Stop the run. Michael Parsons will get his nose all up in there. Yeah, see, that's a problem. The Buccaneers have been a little bit susceptible against the run this year. What are we still talking about that? The Niners? Um, the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Oh, I was like, you're back on the Bucks. Jesus Christ! I was like, I don't think um, they've been susceptible <laughs> against the run. No, they're the best team in the NFL against the run. But the Cowboys, on the other hand, I just remember at times they just—I don't know, man. This is a tough game. No, it is. Yeah, the, a lot of these are tough. Typically, wild card round, I feel like is tough. Yeah, is Dallas finally gonna, you know? Make their fans proud? Are they gonna fucking make the? I mean, they have to. This is the year they have to. They have to. You can't go through another year. They're twelve and five. This is the best they've been in a long, long time. Yeah, I think the morale's high in that locker. They know. They they know. It's like now or never. We've never experienced anything like this. This much potential. Um, they just beat the Eagles by like twenty five or something like that. Yeah, but weren't. Let's see. Were they without? Um, that was last week. Yeah, they were without. They were playing all their backups. Yeah, but still, I mean, no, not still. They the were backups playing all the are, backups. The backups are happy. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm saying the Eagles were playing their backups. Yeah, I know, but it's still, you know, good. No, good confidence booster. No, wait. Were you saying for the Cowboys? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm saying they played scrubs. Like you can't take that as like they're rolling right now. They they never even should have played Dak. I didn't I because I, I was on the Eagles. I was like they're gonna do the same thing the Packers are gonna do. They're gonna sit Dak and Zeke at halftime. Dak threw fucking five touchdowns <laughs> against their backups. Why is he in the game? Put in Cooper Rush. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't it's, but see, that's Jerry. Jerry's up there like nobody's sitting. Nobody's getting <laughs> rusty. This is the fucking time. I, the Cowboys are my lock to be quite honest. Yeah, I think they're overrated, but I'm still bad. I'm still bad on them. It is like I don't know why you had to one throw. of the more safer spreads. I don't know why you had to throw that little nugget in there at the end. What? I think they're. I'd say it's my lock. They're overrated. Ooh. I mean, it worries you. Well, who's a little your bit. lock? Um, I don't know. All right. Well, maybe make it. Maybe make it the Niners. Um. I'm on the Cowboys. Though. No, I know, but you t- you want me to bet the Cowboys, but just make the Niners my lock. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I should have done this whole year is just bet both both sides of every game. I've and I, I've I, said that I'd be fifty percent. I've said that before. Yeah, no. I, whenever I was struggling, guarantee myself some winners. Um. All right. Well, yeah. I was saying it sounded like you were trying to talk yourself into flipping to the Niners. Um. Yeah, I think Dallas is decent, but um, I think Dallas has been sniffing the playoffs, so they've been looking ahead. 
I've been feeling like Dallas is overrated all year, but they've they've done got nothing but proved me wrong. They've got weapons upon weapons upon weapons. So I think they got Gallup back, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I think he's still got weapons. Um, yeah, they got CD Lamb and then the CD Lamb body double. Wilson? Noah Brown. Oh. <laughs> Looks just like him. He just wears number 85. So, yeah. Looks like we're all on the Cowboys. Minus three. Um, this one is another tough one. Steelers, it's Sunday night game. Steelers and Chiefs. Chiefs are at home. 12 and a half point favorites. Let's see what the weather's going to be like for that one. Um, 12 Ooh. and a half. 26 degrees. Mm, no precipitation in the forecast currently. Over under six at, sits at 46 and a half. Not expecting a lot of scoring out of the Steelers, um, and neither am I. So give me the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Yeah, Big Ben is not back. Oh, no, Big Ben is out the door. I've been saying he sucks. He's been sucking. But um, all right, which which side are y'all on? Does that mean you're on the Chiefs? Yeah, I'm on the Chiefs, and I'm also on the under at 46 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the under, and I'm on the Chiefs. Are you? Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean he he he's not good. He's not good. He, this is not going to be some Cinderella story run for Big Ben and the Steelers. The NFL was doing everything in their goddamn power. They were at Buffalo Wild Wings hitting the button for the tie. Give me a tie. Come on, we don't want to see Big Ben in the playoffs. We'd rather see Herbert. Um. See. Okay, that's what? good. What? I'm debating on my lock right now. Okay. I'm starting a new category, playoff locks. I'm scratching off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that horrendous thing. I don't even know how you can even do that. Four, 14, and one. That's rough. I got I to gotta hold Couldn't my... Couldn't do that if he tried. I was last in college, so I got to hold my head high with my 13 and five locks in the NFL. Um. All right. Monday. Cardinals, Rams. Rams are four-point favorites. Which side are y'all leaning? You, who, who wants come it? Come on, dude. Who wants it? Didn't you bet the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I had them at uh, over eight wins, which they hit um, by a lot. <laughs> I had them under eight wins, and Kingsbury is the first coach <laughs> fired. <laughs> I'm on the Rams here. Really? Minus four. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they just blew that 17-point lead against the 49ers, but, I, I mean, I'm still going with the Rams here. I'm going with my gut. Okay. Um, which side are you on? Um, shit. Is Hopkins coming back? The Cardinals have been absolutely spiraling, just for yeah. the record. One and four in their last five. And two of those losses are to Detroit and Seattle. I think he's still on injury reserve. Well, they were talking about saving him up for the playoffs. Oh, okay. Like for a playoff run. So they, Okay, he's not going to return this week. No? Okay. And J.J. Watt. Also on IR. Is also, his status is up in the air. Okay. But he's going to play this week. Okay. Um. Huh. Which side are you on? Um, this is the hardest one. I agree. And I'm a uh I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I'm thinking I'm gonna take the Cardinals too. The Cardinals play fucking good on the road. They're eight and one on the road. That's impressive. That's really good, yeah. What's the over under? Forty nine and a half. A little high. I definitely would think it would go over, but yeah. The thing here is, um, the Cardinals have to form a little bit more of an identity around the running game here because I feel like, even though the Rams' defense just isn't that good it's this really year, not. so um, they can be thrown on, but their big weakness really is that linebacker. So, you know, if Murray can maybe. They draw up a few running plays with him and get a big, couple big plays that way. I'm thinking um, 
that that's what's going to happen and that's going to be the story of this game. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the side I'm leaning as well. Um, I don't like the Rams. And the Cardinals are a good road team, so I'll take the cards. Um, it's a divisional matchup, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the two teams know each other. I think they split. Yeah, they did. In the regular season, right? I believe so, yes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel great about that one, but what is your lock of the week? Um, What's your lock of the week? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what was it, the under? No, his is Patriots. Patriots oh, plus right, right, four, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go with the over 49. In, in the this game? Raiders and Bengals. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and recap mine real quick. Uh, Saturday, I'm taking the Raiders plus five and a half. I'm taking the Bills minus four. Sunday, I'm taking the Buccaneers minus eight and a half. I'm taking Dallas minus three. Taking the Chiefs minus twelve and a half, and then on Monday I am taking the Cardinals plus four. My lock of the week is Dallas Cowboys minus three. I'm on the Raiders Bengals over forty nine as my lock of the week. I'm on the Patriots plus four, the Buccaneers minus eight, the Cowboys minus three. I'm on the Chiefs minus twelve and a half. I'm on the Steelers and the Chiefs under forty six. And then I'm on the Cardinals plus four. I'm on the uh, Bengals and Raiders over at 49 and Bengals minus five and a half. Patriots and Bills under 44. Bucks minus eight and a half against the Eagles. Cowboys minus three against the 49ers. Steelers and Chiefs under 46 and a half. And the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Uh, Rams minus four against the Cardinals. And my lock of the week is the Patriots plus four against the Bills. Okay. That is our NFL picks for wild card round of the playoffs. Any game that uh, you have, I mean, fuck, we touched on every game. So if you have any other questions that we didn't answer or that you would like to know, feel free to reach out, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. For all of our college basketball picks, go to the Instagram, Big Easy Bets. Uh, we're about to start putting a lot more. A lot more attention on college basketball, especially once the NFL ends. It's going to get my my full attention. Um, I've got, got some games on right now. We do. That is correct. And I'm fucked again. Nova's down or up 15 with two minutes left in the first half. I'm on Nova Knicks on Xavier. Um, but in the first game, Xavier, they played already. They were up eight at halftime. Yes. And got beat by 20 in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Nova won the first matchup. Um but yeah, all right, episode 102 of Big Easy Bets is in the books. Uh, y'all have to say anything before we go? No. Justin? Good luck. All righty, that will do it. Uh, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him about Georgia. Maybe next time, maybe next time everybody out there that I asked that said Bama, I texted everybody. Everybody said Bama. <laughs> maybe next time when I say I'm betting everything I got on it, maybe you should I know follow people it. ask me the same shit. Maybe they say, you should you follow I, I, I can't bet against Nick Saban. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Shit, I, I'll put a futures bet down on Alabama right now, though. Uh, they're going to win it next year, I'm sure. <laughs> He's pissed. All right, y'all have a good one. Who that? We do.